Hey y'all, welcome to this open exploration of everything LGBTQIA. It's your host, Shonda D, and your girl, Neck and Nikki Baby. And we will be exploring topics from all perspectives, asking the hard-hitting questions that everyone wants answers to, and saying the things that brown liquor makes slip from the tongue. No host barred. And you know how we be out here having them slipping from the tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our goal is to start a conversation about the things that go on in our community. So sit back, take, take a, a sip, sip, and enjoy, enjoy this episode. episode. Brown look at y'all. One, let that split. One, let that split. One, let that split. Hey. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Need some new and exciting toys to play with? Get the OG Flow by Tracy's Dog. It has both clitoral and vaginal stimulation. With 10 levels of intensity, you're definitely bound to get where you need to be with this one. Use code BROWNLICKER to get 10% off your order now. Again, that's code BROWNLICKER to get 10% off your order now. B-R-O-W-N. L-I-Q-H-E-R to get 10% off your order now. This episode is sponsored by Shirley Spotless Commercial Cleaning. Looking for a cleaning company to get your Airbnb ready for your next guest? Contact Shirley Spotless for all your cleaning needs. With Shirley Spotless, we're sure to get you cleaned right the first time because our reputation is spotless. What's up, y'all? We are finally back with the rest of our brown liquor season. It is your girl, Shonda D and Naked Nikki. But, why you look at me like we're finally back? Like, it's my fault. I didn't look at you like it was your fault. We gonna explain to the people why we been gone for two weeks. You know, life be out here lifing. So, you know. Life be out here lifing, but it really wasn't, you know, our fault. This go round, we kind of got caught up. We had a guest that we were supposed to, you know, have on. We were supposed to have some serious conversations, and I was looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, the young lady, uh, just due to some emotional reasons, had to cancel. It was kind of last minute on her end. We could have still came through, but you know, at that time, life was life, and you wasn't feeling good. The next week, I wasn't feeling good. What was going on after that? that the first week we had the cancellation, and then last week was my eye. Yeah, you weren't feeling well. But why didn't we go on though? Even though we had the cancellation, we just didn't bounce back from that one. Because we couldn't decide on what topic we wanted to talk about. And we didn't have anything else out there. We usually do research guys on, you know what I'm saying, our question of the week and all this and all that but we didn't do that because once again we thought that we were going to be having a serious conversation but we will have that conversation in the future later on down the line going to reach out she said that she would be able to do it and uh, we'll take it from there but we about to start our shit (laughs) shit 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 y'all be watching bmf because see i can keep on talking now oh god yeah i'm gonna shut the hell up though what you got for us babe? all right so like you said, we the first reason why we missed a week was because we had the second cancellation. The second week we missed a week because y'all are you about to tell them? Literally, I pulled up at work. I'm texting babe and our friends in the group chat, and all of a sudden, something just 
happens with my eye. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I ran into work because I work in a pharmacy. I'm like, let me just go run and put some water in my eye. But no, 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 no. Like, I literally could not see for what, two days? Mm-hmm. Like, two, three days. My eye is still blurry. It was red as hell. It was bloodshot red. Like, something was wrong with my... Like, ended up going to urgent care and everything. They flushed out my eye. He put numbing drops in my eye. So, then I really couldn't open my eye. Like, it was just... <sighs> crazy. Like, these are the kind of things that be happening with me. I just be getting fucked with. I, and I don't know why. And I don't like it. It's not fair. I feel like you might have just been doing too much with the lashes. Yeah, I did try some new lashes and they were pre-bonded and they were individual. So they were, instead of the strip lashes, which is what I normally wear, these are like little clusters and they were pre-bonded and you put them like under your eyelid instead Mm -hmm. of the strips you put on top of your eyelash. However, the reason why I don't think that was it is because when I went to the urgent care and he flushed my eye out and he put the little UV light up on my eye and had me rolling my eyeball around all crazy was because he couldn't find nothing in there. Now, I will say this. I am allergic to latex and a lot of lash glues have latex in the glue. So I always have to get the latex free glue. Um, the only reason why I don't think it was an allergic reaction is because it only happened to one eye. It didn't happen to both eyes. Mind you, I put these lashes on like what? Two, three hours before I had to go to work. So I was fine literally up until the point that I got to work. So I ended up missing two days of work because I couldn't see. I had to go home that Thursday and I couldn't come in that Friday. And I'm getting on my goddamn nerves with her non-seeing ass. She was on America's Most Wounded list. Literally, mm-hmm. I was in here like handicap section. Literally, y'all, like in here with an eye mask on. Thank God for my little heated eye mask. That was the only thing that I felt like saved my eye. It was the only thing that made it feel better. Literally, the only thing. None of them. None of the eye wash drops. The antibiotic drops. None of that bullshit made it feel better. That heated eye mask was the only thing that made it feel better. If you want to know what the fucked up thing about it is, like, I love you, but I don't have, like, that con- the, the compassion, like, oh, babe, what are you doing? Let me see. Let me see your eye. You over here. Babe, just put the drops in my eye. Literally, I was screaming. Because it burned. Like, it hurt so bad. And I felt bad because I'm yanking her eyelid back like, well, let me see what the hell was going on. And you yelling at me like, you too rough. And I know I do. I be I be rough. Yeah. I was rough. I, I had a boy, though. You know what I'm saying? I had to be rough on my boy. Boy, shut up. Put the spin on with the um. Well, I'm your wife. That's different. I mean, I know. It is different. But I'm going I'm, to I'm work on that because I do be a little bit rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. And I am heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay, so anyway, so since I gave y'all that background information, y'all already know how this goes. For one, let me just go ahead and say happy Women's History Month. It is March. It is Women's History Month. So I can't not come back on this podcast since the first time in this month and not say happy Women's History Month. So boom, there's that. Um, and oh, I want to talk about happy, um, what is it? Women's History Month. Women's History Month because they play Angela uh, Bassett. Listen to me. Auntie. Hey, Auntie. 
What? Played auntie. I'm te- I'm trying to tell you, like, I'm I'm still mad about that listen, shit. Listen, whoever is the academy, whomever, whomst ever is the academy, because that's what y'all call yourselves. That's the title y'all hide behind. Whomever is the academy, y'all know that war was supposed to be for Angela Bassett. I feel like for real, for real, it was all just backlash from the effects, from the cause and effect of William. Listen, I don't know, but I mean, and if you don't know, we talk about the Oscars because we thought this year our sit, well, our auntie, because she is older, much respect to Angela Bassett. Much respect. Our auntie was going to be finally awarded an Oscar for her performance in uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. However, this year she got slighted again. And Jamie Lee Curtis won in her category. And it's crazy because I'm going to go and I'm going to watch that motherfucking movie. And I, <laughs> I, I better not blink. I, I better not blink. Or it's really going to be it's really gonna be a problem, man. Angela Bassett is one of the reasons why, babe, you're attracted to me. Man, my arms was banging. I watched, um, what's love got to do with it? Yeah. Like, oh, I went and stole all my boyfriend's weights. I did. I had a boyfriend at the time. I was probably like. 15, mm-hmm. like 15, 16 years old, and he had a little weight, sat down, and the girl went and took all the weights. I want to be like Angela, Angela Bissett, Tina Turner. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ended up in that emergency room. I That's had what I said. Tendinitis like, that... from lifting weights so much. Ooh. Yes. My mom was like so mad at me. I couldn't put my arms down. It was like this. That's a shame. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? I was still flat. I, I just cannot believe that. From that movie alone, like not to mention Malcolm X, but also her right, performance in yeah, her performance in What's Love Got to Do with It, Waiting to Exhale, Rosa Parks. Like how how has Auntie not gotten her just due? Like, and I know that people say like we shouldn't look to these white Academy Award shows to celebrate us, but at the same time, like yes, we should. Like right. we're deserving, <laughs> right? She can get all the NAACP awards in the world. She can get every BET award. But what other black award show is really giving out awards like that? And, but whew, at the end of the day, they're representing everybody else. Exactly. The Spanish. The deaf. Whew, I'm getting mad. I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we see an old boy on there signing. They, they had that. And I'm not trying to take anything away from the yeah. deaf man. And I don't want to be rude neither, but y'all celebrate every other culture but ours. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'm saying, though, I'm telling you, William, he went up there and he made a spectacle last year. And I feel like, you know, they're like, well, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to spend this. We're not going to let anybody come through this year. I honestly didn't even really, after she was slighted, from that award i didn't turn back to it until rihanna was about to perform i I don't honestly remember any black people winning Mm -mm. that night at least that they showed on tv but then again i changed the channel back and forth so i didn't really get to see the whole thing but like still she hold up though she played in at least 52 movies i just had to look it up Wakanda for Wakanda Forever. What's love got to do with it? Black Panther. Waiting to excel. How Stella got her groove back. Meet the Browns. 
Olympias has fallen. And that's just, oh, she was even in Mission Impossible 2023. So that shit just dropped. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that. But we're going to get into this drink of the week, y'all. I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, Angela Bissett, we love you. We yeah, wish we you wouldn't have got slighted out of that award. Maybe one day they'll see your worth, honey. <laughs> but we love you and we see Her you. Her face said it all. True. When they, when they yeah. put it on her reaction. Uh, she was like, she was smiling like, oh yeah? Like, that's what the fuck y'all gonna do? She definitely said in her mind, that's what the fuck y'all gonna do? Probably. Y'all got me out here like, like she that? She probably said it oh, too. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She said it. B. Vance, the, her, her husband, he said it too. Y'all motherfuckers ain't shit. Right. And I wish, I wish she would have just got up and walked out in yeah. that moment. I wish she would have just got up and walked out she and they couldn't. got it on tape. She couldn't. Because William made such a big ass last year. Fuck that. She couldn't. They probably would have banned her for life just for walking out. I don't care. Ban me. Y'all already don't see me. You act like you don't recognize me anyway. So please. Yeah, you're right. Ban me, motherfucker. Anyway, (laughs) like I said, we're going to get into this drink of the week. Now, this week's drink of the week is based on the movie Creed. We did go see creed we, we be out in these streets y'all if y'all see us y'all better run up on us man we choking but we fine <laughs> <laughs> and bitch you might get a shot and um if i'm not mistaken uh i believe it's next week maybe the week after mm. hold on let me let me make sure i say the right things yes next weekend is temple pride parade so we probably will be out in the streets if you see us Feel free, you know what I'm saying? Don't just run up on us because you never know. You know, gotta be careful in these streets. But if you do see us, feel free to come up and say hi. You never know what we might be doing or passing out or shot. Whatever. But anyway, this drink, Creed. So this drink is called the Creed Punch. Um, it is Hennessy, coconut water, pineapple juice, grenadine, limes, orange bitters, and that's it. To make the drink. Didn't you, I have one of those? I don't know if this is the one that we had at the movies, but um, I thought Hennessy was in the one that we had. At yeah, the this is Hennessy. Did you say Hennessy? I yeah, didn't hear it. I said Hennessy. Oh, you did. That's the first ingredient. Yeah. If he has something. I don't know if this is the one that we had at the movies. The one at the movies was called the Uppercut. Okay. So, but it sounds like it's the same thing. It was Hennessy, coconut water, pineapple juice, grenadine. I don't know if they used limes. I think they gave us oranges. I don't know. It was all right, though. You know, I'm not a really big fan of coconut. Yeah, yeah. neither one of us are big fans of coconut. But this drink, it says you need... Now, it looks like this is one of those... Um, I know we mentioned it before on one of the episodes for this season... One of those drink ordering services where you can order a whole kit and they send you everything that you need to make the drink. Mm Because this says one 375ml bottle of Hennessy VSOP Cognac, one one 16.9 ounce carton of coconut water, two pineapple juice six six, six ounce cans, one four ounce grenadine bottle, four limes. A half ounce bottle of orange bitters. That sounds like a lot. Those proportions Mm -hmm. just sound like a lot. So I think this is one of those ordering services where you can like get the whole everything that you need to make the drink. And you just make it yourself. Yeah, you just make however much you want. So 
you know, we don't like to give y'all measurements anyway because we mm, just mm. pour around here. But, oh, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. The Creed Punch. How did you feel about Creed? Did you like the movie? I feel like the movie was good. I did not fall asleep. I blinked a couple of times. Um, The franchise, though, I like the way that the franchise is going. I can't wait to see, you know what I mean, what they do with Creed 4. I feel like we might get 5. And I'm just going off of how they spun Rocky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like my man, he deserves 5. Uh, But <sighs> there was no hunger in the movie, like, in his character. You know, like, uh, he had the childhood friend that came through, you know, went to jail for him. Like, it was a real typical story. Story, That's yeah. what I said. The storyline I mean? was kind of typical and predictable. Definitely, yes, basic. Uh, but it was good, though. You know what I mean? I definitely like how my man Jonathan, his name is Jonathan, right? Jonathan Majors? Yeah, that uh-huh. everybody's tripping off of. I mean, you know, he is a brother. Is, 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 is they arguing outside the studio? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Jonathan Myers, I'm saying, he, he, he all right. I feel like he did his thing I think the it's movie. the body. Everybody's attracted to the body. I don't yeah, think Michael like B. Him. Jordan is that cute, but everybody loves him because his body is sexy. His body was off the chain in that Wakanda. Movie. Yeah, like I, I, I totally looked at him different when I seen him in Wakanda. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. So but it was decent though. It was decent, but I feel like in the next part of the franchise, like we we, we need to see more. You gonna ha- they gonna have to step it up? Yeah, definitely step it up. It's gonna have to be more nuanced, more. Let me say this because usually in you know franchises like you know Rocky and in in the boxing movies and and stuff like that, there's always like a a medium. You know what I'm saying? Because one was really good. Two, you know, he got his ass whooped. He had to come back. He fell out with Rocky. We didn't see Rocky at all in this one. In this one, they didn't speak. He was busy taping Tulsa King. Right. So I feel like the next one is going to come back. He's gonna. There's gonna be a lot of adversity. There's gonna be a lot of struggle. Rocky's gonna come back. He's probably gonna pass away because it's it's time uh-huh. for the trainer to you know what yeah. I mean like to go. I feel like this is gonna be the one that's gonna have us in there like <laughs> and <laughs> maybe you know if the Academy Award people feel like giving you know some black folks some justice is due. Somebody. It was cute. I like that they had the little their daughter in there and they all did sign language and they all, you know, supported her in that because she was deaf. We saw that when she first had the baby. Yeah. Um I it was I did think the storyline was pretty typical, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to Michael B. Jordan. I mean It was still an excellent film. Right. He still, you know, directed it and it was a good movie. I feel like people supported the franchise because you had two very good looking brothers in there yeah. going at it together and they did all the promos together and that made people want to see it more mm-hmm. um i feel like though ooh, i keep wanting to talk about what the next movie is going to be like because now his boy is back they gonna be cool like oh who's gonna be the next contender oh like I'm, I'm getting i'm getting excited mm, I'm getting, okay. yeah i am i'm getting excited well reach out to michael b jordan you could get some writing credit man, producer dude, credit i'm not messing around with that young, <laughs> that young man anyway 
So in honor of Women's History Month, I wanted to give y'all a LGBT plus women's history fact because y'all know how we do on this podcast. So here we go. We try to give them their flowers. Exactly. So um, this is from Studs Are In on Instagram. It's Studs, S-T-U-D-R, letter R, N, letter N. Studs are in. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you want to follow them. So, um, Donna Burkett and Manonia Evans were the first same-sex couple in American history to challenge the government for the right to marry. Um, The pair visited Milwaukee County Clerk in 1971. They requested a marriage license but were turned down. Um, Basically, they were the first gay couple to try to have a marriage license. Did we got a year on there? 1971. I just said it. Oh, you know I be. After that, they filed a federal lawsuit arguing that the denial of marital advantages, including inheritance and tax filings, violated the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution. The two were married on Christmas Day in 1971 in front of 250 friends, despite the lawsuit being dismissed due to a technical legal issue. Uh, Donna said, the government doesn't have the right to tell you who to go to bed with. I know that's right, Miss Donna. So, like we said, we just wanted to give them their flowers. They got a couple pictures on here. You can check them out on their Instagram if you are interested in seeing who this story is about. But they look real happy and real cute in 1971. And they was good and gay and loud and good proud. Good and gay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Good and gay. Good and gay. Double G. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get into this commercial now that we done giving y'all our update. We done gave y'all some history. We done gave y'all the drink. Hopefully you fix your drink and you come back yeah, and ready to get into I some. already been sipping. Y'all you come back me? and get, in, get be ready to get into some conversation with us when we come back from this commercial break. Was that good? Yeah, it was. I don't give a shit. It's my podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's go to break. Anyways, we'll be right back. Y'all stay tuned. Girl, have you heard of Serene Candy Wax in Philly? Well, if you haven't, I suggest you go and look that up right now. It's the only 24-hour wax spot in the area. It's so cute. Every wax is named after a different type of candy. For instance, you can choose from the Cotton Candy, Sour Patch, or Twizzler. And while you're there, get into their skincare products, including beer oils for men, and edible body oil for whoever you're trying to lick from head to toe. Oh, and did I mention Alicia Candy Gordon, the owner? She's an author too, and her story will blow your mind. You can book your appointment, find her products, and get the book all in one place. www.serenecandywax.com I suggest you log on now. Again, that's www.serenecandywax.com she keep telling me to press the button. I press the button. Well, all right. We are back. We back? Well, then. Well, what you doing? We're here. We're queer. We're all right. So. Queer and what else did you say? You got a whole bunch of little fancy sayings going on around here. We're back and we're, we're black. Here. We're back and we're black. We're here and we're queer. What was that one? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I drinking wine. Yeah, I don't know what you be talking about. I don't know what you be talking about. We're back. Well, I got to say it first. So, we're going to get into this topic. 
And this week's topic, um, we got off our Twitter. So, uh, the question that the person asked on Twitter was, would you rather someone break up with you over dinner or through text? So, I decided to take it a little step further and ask people what was their worst breakup story. Mm-hmm. Nobody answered that, though. So, some people did. No. Well, everybody, everybody went off of the question that you posted. I meant to go back in and, you know what I'm saying, do some damage control on that. She answered it, and then Tiff answered it. Tiff always got a goddamn story. We about to have a whole segment called Ask Tiff. I'm just trying to get her together, y'all, right here now. Here you go. Here you go, saying stuff on the podcast. I know, and I didn't even... Uh-huh. We're going to strike yeah. that. <laughs> strike it from the record. <laughs> the jury cannot use that. mess so that's what, that's what we're gonna do with that all right so what up. was your worst breakup story or do you have a story a wor- i want to talk about the question i want to talk about the question okay. what, what was the question again the question For is the uh would you rather someone break up with you over dinner or through text okay everybody basically was putting you know their answers oh break up with me you know over text don't break up with me at dinner. Let's eat dinner and, you know what I'm saying, do it and do it later on down the line. Which, you know, like, I can understand that. But a lot of people that were saying that they wanted it to be over, you know, a text message. I had to come back and, well, what what did you say? What would you say if somebody texted you right. and said that I wanted to break up with you? Oh, I'm just going to let it go. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to respond. Like, that's some bullshit. Right. You like, are, that's not mature. I'm not even going to say that's not mature. To me, I feel like it's a lie. Like, it's just unrealistic. If you text me, especially if you're in a relationship and if it's a loving relationship, this must be somebody that you just met at the corner store right, or when exactly. you hit Uber. If they're hitting you up and they're like, well, no, I don't want to, you know, be bothered with you no more. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And you don't, you, you don't send out no other emails. You don't want no type of explanation. You don't pick up the phone and try to call. I just felt like that was bogus. I don't feel like people were being honest. Especially if you ain't had no indication in the relationship that something was about to happen to right. where y'all were at a point where you were considering breaking up. Like, that's why I said... I just don't feel like that's an emotionally mature response. Like, if if you're okay with somebody breaking up with you through text, like, were y'all in a relationship for real? Because that, <laughs> that's my whole. That thing. just don't seem like if somebody break up with me through text, like I would, I'm calling you exactly, exactly. But y'all about to come over your house? What? Wait a minute. Like we gotta we gotta talk about what the fuck is going on, right? Right. Like, is somebody with a gun to your head telling you to say this? What is happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need some background information because we had no indication in this relationship that we were on the point of breaking up. And now you just break up with me through text and I'm supposed to be okay with that? Right. Like, no. I felt like there was a lot of fraud answers on there. I felt, I felt like everybody was being a little bit on the Facebook gangster side to me on that one. Uh yeah, some people said, one person said, please do not break up with me in a text. I'm fine with having a conversation about it. Right. Um, 
Somebody said, neither one. We both grown. Skip the small talk and tell me what it is. They're still having a conversation, though. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's not informal like a text would be. Um, somebody said, in person. Definitely not over dinner, though. Yeah, that bitch wanted her food. Somebody <laughs> said, um, I'd rather talk about it or you should just wait for me to dump you. That was this old funny ass. <laughs> Uh, somebody said, girl, save my damn gas. Give me a heartfelt message and chuck the deuces. And like you said, I just feel like that's not. Like, I think I asked that specific person, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to. Was that the one? You said, I probably. What did you say? I probably wouldn't. No, that's her responding to me. Oh, okay. I probably wouldn't. How would I guess, you respond to the message? That's what yeah. she said. She said I probably wouldn't. Would I guess she was trying to say she would keep it a bean. But basically she would block and dismiss the person with ease. Mm-hmm. Somebody said text me. My worst breakup was when I got dumped and the person married someone else two weeks later. Ooh. Then told me I needed to get over it and we can go back to being friends. Ooh. Damn. I'd have set that bitch call on fire. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> bitch! So what? What? See, no, like that's that's not right. But it's crazy though because I actually was dating somebody that got out on me on a goddamn trip and did the same shit. Was engaged like two weeks later. Damn. Yeah, and she did. She ruined my motherfucking Vegas trip. Like the last time that I was in Vegas before me and you had went uh-huh. that last trip to Vegas. You know what I mean? She did. She came down there. Like, you know, <clears throat> and I'm glad that she did what she did. You know what I'm saying? Because we weren't a good fit. I feel like I was doing a lot of reaching. I was going through a lot. My mom had just passed away. You know, I was still trying to mm-mm. figure out your life with that. Figure out my life. But my my emotions was just all over the place. And I really needed to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. To, like, work that out. Which I did. And I did all of that before I even thought about starting another relationship exactly mm-hmm. um but yeah that bitch you definitely did well i don't wanna you know bitch I'm in love. <laughs> you know what i mean on the fucking love you knew that there was some some little some issues that was going on even though i asked you and i did like i kept asking like yo is you coming is you coming and even if i did pay for it, you the only thing you paid for was a flight like your name wasn't on a reservation her name wasn't on my reservation or nothing you should have just been like no go ahead and do your thing like i'm talking to my ex we're back together go ahead do your thing i don't care how many times you ask me or what it is that you're going through you go ahead and work it out you'll thank me later Uh uh-huh i bet you come and then you ruin my whole fucking trip yeah like you ain't one like hang out nothing then get mad when a motherfucker cuts your ass out but again, that's a mo- that's an emotionally mature response. What you just said, like if you, what you said, if she would have been like, "Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm back talking to my ex. Go ahead, have fun. You'll thank me later." Like I can't, I don't want to go back and forth with you right now. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's an emotionally mature response. So I think I feel like the bigger issue in the whole question is, like, would you? Is the person that you date and emotionally mature enough to break up with you 
like a grown person (laughs) (laughs) or do some bullshit like text you you know what i'm saying and be like oh i just think we should be friends and you'd be like what the fuck but what about that in person like the same thing that i was you know what i'm saying see now let me i I will say this though technically we wasn't we wasn't together when we got the vegas but i just feel like she should have just been honest it would have been easier for her to just not had shown the trip yeah Yeah. just not shown up and i could have brought somebody else and had a a way better time Mm -hmm. and then i wouldn't have felt like i wanted to smack the shit out of you when somebody else came and told me that i was friends with that i was also talking to Uh oh like i just seen that bitch two pages down she just got engaged you want me to cuss her out funny (laughs) as hell because she's like i'll go and cuss her out i'm like no no like don't don't do that but yeah, be, be, I guess, be um adultish. Be emotionally mature. Be grown about your shit. That's that's the that's the moral of the story. Be grown enough to have a conversation that you know what I'm saying. You're able to tell tell the person that you was with or that you was dating why you don't want to fuck with them no more. And I feel like in this in this era that we're in, you know what I'm saying. Like nobody communicates anymore. Mm-mm. And like I feel like that's the that's another bigger issue. Like everybody is going by text. Even when you're Block. dating, like people don't if you if you date in multiple people, that's fine. Do you, that's your thing. But if you don't want to date nobody no more, if you don't want to talk to a to a specific person anymore, and you just feel like, oh, I'm just gonna cut them off. We had a whole episode about ghosting. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it, it, instead of ghosting the person which a lot of people do nowadays have a conversation with them and be like this is why I don't want to fuck with you no more mm-hmm. but I do have some stats for y'all but what if, what if it's something like funny cause I have I'm not gonna say that I've ghosted people but I've stood down like I'll still hang out with you. I'll still talk to you. But if you try to lean in for that kiss, oh, 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 oh wait a minute. But do you have a conversation before you stand down? Or do you just no, switch I, up? I, 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 I didn't. I, I probably just kind of switched up. And um, that's the difference. I mean, especially if the person is expecting something else. Then I mean, we was friends. I wasn't nobody that I was in a relationship with. But we was friends. We was cool. She just was doing too much. And her feet was hot. Oh, so it's your feet hot as hell. How do you come you over somebody's feet? But I'm saying though, you can't come to somebody's house and put your feet on the bed on a pillow and your feet's hot and I can smell well, your probably, feet. They probably had on like shoes that covered their whole foot all day and had on socks and it was probably It was hot early in the morning. I don't give a shit. Your uh, feet shouldn't okay. be toasty hot like that. Okay. To where when you take them off, I can smell the aroma. Mm. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Your feet don't smell like that. Yeah, no. I make sure I wash mine all in between the toes and crevices. I mean, it could be just the shoe, because I'm telling you, like you know, I be on my feet for four hours. You know, mm-hmm. I be out there shucking and jabbing. Shucking, shucking and, and jabbing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. No. Uh, I'm gonna Not just be that. quiet. Yeah, I'm gonna just be quiet. I'm, I'm gonna let you go ahead and and, and and do your thing. We're going. See, that's because I wasn't supposed to be talking about that. <laughs> See, yeah. All right. So this study is based on LGBT married couples and divorce rates. I know we're talking about breakups, but 
it seems like when I tried to research it, most of the studies done were on marriages, like the differences in marriage between straight couples and gay couples. But this literally says the the lesbian divorce rate is much higher <laughs> than the divorce rate between men. In the same period, on average, 100 women and 45 men divorce per year. Lesbian divorce rate is 14%. Whereas gay male divorce rate is 7%. A study, a study tracking married couples over a 10-year span found that lesbian marriages were mo most likely to end in divorce. Well, so lesbians have a bigger chance of being divorced than gay men. That's that lesbian bed death. I don't think it's lesbian bed death. I think it's... This, the stereotypical idea that lesbians just move way too fast. You've been, a, been with a person for six months and now y'all getting married and you don't even really know who they are. They representative just dying. Ooh. Now you preaching, but there's a lot of straight people though that's out there doing that shit right now. That's true. And cursing. Motherfucker, just put the soap in that right place. <laughs> God damn it. And it be shit like that. People be getting divorced over. I'm telling you. Well, my worst breakup story, like I said on the post in the group, Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations. I think I have two. One that I've talked about on this podcast before. Um... I don't know if I ever talked about the other one, but I know I told you the story. What? So I'll tell you one. I'll tell you the one that y'all probably haven't heard before. So I was dating this girl that was younger than me and she was, I was in my early thirties and I want to say she was like mid twenties. I can't remember now. Anyway, she was younger than me and for some reason, I just felt like she just kept playing with me. Like she would do stuff like go out and be hanging out with her ex and taking pictures with the ex and texting back and forth to her and her little friend when I would go pick them up. And like they would be talking shit about me or whatever, <clears throat> having conversations about how they felt about, you You know, like our relationship, like her best friend that liked me. And I didn't give a fuck. Like, I'm not fucking you. So I don't care. Like, mm -hmm. whatever. But um, she felt like it would be funny to break up with me a couple days before Valentine's Day. Now, mind you, me and this person was in a whole full-blown relationship. Like, she had keys to my apartment. And her plan was to, like surprise me with all this shit at my house in my apartment for valentine's day and like i fall back into her arms and i fall in love with her again all over like i was just like girl you give me my keys yeah, give me my fucking keys like <laughs> what <laughs> literally like i'll never forget this day i was at work it was a sunday i was still working at walmart in the pharmacy i wasn't even in management yet and we were having this whole conversation through text. And I'm just like, yo, like I'm at work. Like, we'll talk about it later. Like, I'm not going to keep texting you about this breakup or whatever you're trying to have a conversation about right now. Like, we'll just talk about it when I get off. But while you at it, since you since we are breaking up, you can bring me my motherfucking keys and we can have this conversation at my house. And while you're there, you can get all your shit and take it back with you to your house. So I get off. I come home. And sure enough, y'all, like. And anybody that knows me knows, like, 
I'm not a very big, you don't have to like put the rose petals all on the floor and lead a path to the bathroom or the bedroom, do all that shit. Cause who going to clean that shit up? That's always my thing. Who going to clean all this shit up? But that's what she did. She thought it was a cute idea. Literally y'all, my apartment was covered. Carpet covered and rose petals, like rose petals, balloons, big ass teddy bears, she had she was a chef, so she cooked dinner, like wine, like can't like the whole thing was laid out. But this all was a part of her plan to like break up with me and then do this. And then I was supposed to be like, oh, this is so sweet. You didn't really mean it. You love me for real. Come give me some sugar. I don't know what the fuck she thought, but yeah, I was like, so are you taking all this shit with you or Who's cleaning this shit up? Because I didn't even tell you to do this in my house. Like, what? what's happening that now? That was response? Literally. Like, are you taking all this shit with you? Because I don't, I don't understand. And what did she say? You can leave the food because you done cooked it already. Oh, greedy ass. And you can leave the food. But just go ahead and get to pack this shit up. The, all these balloons and this bullshit, these teddy bears. You might as well take this to whomever you want because this ain't this this ain't this ain't it it behooved you it, it <laughs> damn sure did behoove me because bitch i didn't take nothing that you were saying on my phone as a joke like go so ahead. you put her out basically yeah like go ahead she wasn't living with me like she still had her own place but like she spent most of her time at my house like yeah she spent most of my her time in my house. So she had a lot of stuff there. And I was like, yeah, you can, you know, pack up your shit. I was just getting off from work on a Sunday evening. So I ain't have time. I didn't want to spend a whole bunch of time on that bullshit. I just wanted her to get her shit and go on about a business somewhere. Just go and on about your business. And that was the worst breakup? That was one of the worst breakups. The other one, like I said, I've talked about on this podcast, but it was just like, why did you, for me, I say that that was one of the worst breakups because it was just like, why did you think it yeah, would be was, a game that was, that was, to break <laughs> up with me and think I was going to think it was sweet that you turned around and yeah, did all this that shit was, in my that apartment. Right. Like, she it was just, through. it was just dumb. It was just dumb. Yeah, she didn't think Um. That. And then the the second one, like I said, that I'm sure y'all probably heard me talk about on this podcast was my ex-engagement when I found out that my marriage was called off from the wedding planner. Um, that was probably the most devastating one. Um, but you know what I mean? It was what it was. I literally was at work again <laughs> and found out that my wedding was being called off from my wedding planner. Now, in this case, I did know... <coughs> That we were having some problems, but in my in my mind, I was thinking, you know, we're engaged. We're gonna be able to talk talk about it, work through it, get a therapist, do the things that engaged couples do to figure it out to make it work. You know what I mean? Like the last thing I was thinking was the day before one of our last meetings with the wedding planner was I was gonna get a call from my wedding planner saying that my wedding was called off. Mind you, when I'm having conversations with her through text, um, and she never mentioned none of this to me. 
And then all of a sudden, after I had the conversation with the wedding planner, I'm trying to call her because now I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she's not answering the phone. Mm -hmm. So that was probably the most devastating breakup that I had because it was just like, what the fuck? And then I still had to continue to live with this person Mm -hmm. until I found other means. You know what I mean? And even after that, like, I still had to be, I still was there for probably like a good three or four more months. Mm -hmm. We still had, I had a a birthday trip planned for her that was already paid for that we still had to go. Well, I was going to, I made it very clear, bitch. I don't care if you get on this boat or not, I'm going. But, you know, it was still things that we had already planned together that still had to happen. And I would move down here from Tallahassee. So I didn't I didn't know anybody down here to where I could just up and move. You know what I mean? So I had to basically do what I had to do until I was able to find uh, other arrangements for me to have somewhere to live. Mm-hmm. But. Other than that, I mean, most of my other breakups have been amicable. They've been, like, reasonable breakups, I would say. Like, most of the time, you you know that y'all about to break up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you feel the breakup coming. Um, so, those, those were probably my two. Just one weird and the other one probably the most devastating, like I said. I want to say my most devastating. I don't know, man. I done had some fucking trips to the ER. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. Devastating. I'll, I'll say this: the one that always pops back up in my head is just the, my very first breakup with my very first girlfriend. I just feel like it was, it was just terrible. It made me realize that I was never in love with a man before. Mm-hmm. That was number one. Like, I didn't eat. I didn't sleep. And it was crazy because I broke up with her. I was mad at her because she was living her life and having a whole heap of a good time. Because she had boyfriends and girlfriends. And I was just out there in the mix like, eh, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought you loved me. I thought we were going to have a kid together. And she was just looking at me like, nah, bitch. We did have the kid together, but I'm still going to do what it is that I want to do. And you're basically just going to have to deal with it. Right. And when she, I I grew some balls one day, like, oh, that's how it's going to be. Well, then I don't want to be with you no more. She's Mm. like, all right, that bitch, all right, cool. You ain't got to be with me no more. And then I was like, um, I changed my mind. (laughs) And she, no, yeah, me no, go ahead, do your thing. And then it, it, it. it, it that just sound toxic. You was being toxic. But were you young? Yeah, I was only probably about 17, 18 years old. Oh, so you still ain't had no, like, lesbian experience. No, no, she was the first person that I had ever, you know, kicked it with. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, she just was, she just, she wasn't, she wasn't right. You know what I mean? And I, and I, I, I don't want to go into depth mm-hmm. because... It was some. There was some really raunchy shit that was going mm-hmm. on. That I know you I, didn't tell me. The yeah, story. you know what I'm saying. That I allowed <laughs> to go on. That I watched. That I witnessed. And I was like, well, goddamn, I was a sucker. I had to really get my shit together, you know. Uh, but you know what? Though to, to say all that, 
I feel like I was looking for hugs maybe in a lot of wrong places because I didn't get a lot of hugs that I feel like I should have got when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I was relying on women once it was brought to my attention that I liked women. Mm -hmm. It was always there, but. You know, it's always that one person that brings it out. And mm-hmm. then you're sitting back like, oh, shit, bitch, I was gay the whole fucking time. I was playing straight. But anywho, you know, there was just some, you know, a lot of underlying issues that went on family-wise. I feel like why I made some of the decisions to stay and to, uh, you know what I mean? I feel like being abused by fucking women. I'm just going to call it like how I see it and what I went through. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of abuse, man. And I messed with a lot of old heads that didn't have my best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. So a lot, all that shit was fucking bad. <laughs> all of it. God my, damn it. All of it. My I best. had some good shit. Uh-huh. Hmm, let me think. <laughs> you you going to think on... Fuck, none of that shit was good. No. None of that shit was fucking toxic. It was all terrible breakups. I didn't get my shit together until I was 30 years old. <laughs> My very first relationship, that breakup ended in, it ended in, it ended in the fight. I ain't going to say, I ain't going to sugarcoat it. It ended in the fight. I basically caught her basically cheating and I pulled up on her and was just like, what is this? I feel like that's just, you know what I'm saying? Once again, in the grand scheme of things, I went to jail came home and the chick that I was dating and I was paying her rent she was fucking my my right hand man the dude that I was giving the um illegal substances to Kelly Price came on she was a friend of mine (laughs) I looked at this nigga like nigga you was my friend I looked at her oh bitch it was on beat her ass listen listen babe (laughs) beat her up and then I took her to the hospital I wasn't shit that's what I'm saying toxic ass relationship all my shit was just toxic, devastating. Nah. I got, I got stories for days. I ain't never take nobody to beat them up and then take them to the hospital. Sure that bit the shit out of her. Beat, beat, bitch. You old nasty ass motherfucking bitch. I'm in her. And then I paid. <laughs> I, fund, I funded the get high party that night. Y'all was smoking and drinking on me. So that mean every time I went to the bathroom, y'all was whispering and touching each other's butt like, that's what the fuck y'all was plotting? Scheming and plotting? While I was in the bathroom? Lord, Girl, mercy. I will never, every time I hear Kelly Price, friend of mine, that's what I think about. And it's crazy as hell, too, because her brother, the person that, 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 I, just, that I went through that with a long time ago, her brother was actually just in my inbox like, hi, how you doing? Like, we're not on bad terms now. Like, we, we're actually cool. I'm cool with all of that by most of them, you know. But, yeah, me and that particular ex, girl, we was fighting. And she was a whore. And I'll tell you to your face, though. That bitch was a whore. Mm-hmm. But what did I expect? When I met her, her hair was standing on top of her motherfucking head. She had slippers on her feet. She was on her way to the store. I should have known better. I should have known better. That's what I'm saying. Like I was confused back then. I really didn't get my shit together until I was 30 years old. All of them was ruined. Relationship. <laughs> I wish 
I really wish y'all could see her face over here. Because I'm serious. It is hilarious. It is hilarious. You, the, you felt that. It was deep. Man, it is deep. Man, when I look back on that shit, it's fucking deep. I went from one extreme to the next, man. Had the big girl. Big girl, man. I was a hundred and motherfucking twenty pounds. Big girl was big girl. She was like two fifty, sitting on my low ass face. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? I didn't even really know how to eat coochie good then. I was just like my second girlfriend. Devastating breakup. That shit was devastating. It was heartbreaking. I had to, I had to run. I had to make a dash for it because you know what I'm saying. I know she's gonna fuck me up or what. She was an old head too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Always messing with these old these old ladies and just getting just it was terrible. Well, if you are listening to this podcast, we want to hear from y'all. We want to know what is your worst breakup story. So make sure you join our brown liquor lesbian mm, conversations mm, group. Mm. And like we said, you can always be a part of these wonderful conversations. Oh, you know what the saddest one was though? Uh huh. Tell us the saddest All one. Right. The saddest one was. Okay, so the, my very first girlfriend that I'm with, you know what I mean? I'm pregnant. I gave my mom a heart attack. My mom done caught me sleeping with the girl, and I'm pregnant. I, I tell all this to my mom at, at one time. She's grabbing her chest like, God damn it. Boom. So I had to leave. I had to, you know, my mom like, I'm not putting up with that. Mom's a Christian. I'm not putting up with that. So I went, and I moved in with my boyfriend at the time because like I said y'all heard me I was pregnant I had a boyfriend a girlfriend and another boyfriend but we ain't gonna go too deep <laughs> too deep but I say I, it was crazy it was crazy but long story short though the saddest breakup is when the the guy that I was dating really found out that I was in love with a female and we were all living together and we basically all shunned them because it was me her my boyfriend and her boyfriend we all like lived together and it was like some old Dawson Creek hobo type shit <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying party of fab because that's what I was watching back then you know we were all like living together oh, and God. you know there, there was a lot of fucking that was going on oh, too. Okay. Yeah, there was. It, it was, it was okay. going down. It wasn't always me though. Okay. See, I'm snapping like just to put that shit out there. It wasn't always me. But long story short, he had the saddest face in the world when I sun him away. Like, no, it's not gonna work. <laughs> I'm gonna be with. I'm gonna be with this girl. He was just looking like. But why not me? Like I loved you, I gave you everything that you needed. We have a family. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was. It was so sad. Oh. And I knew he didn't have nowhere else to go. And then he had to go back to where he was from. I'm not gonna put that out there because people might start trying to like Google put, and put the pieces and put together. the pieces together. Yeah, but it was though. It was. It was sad as hell. And there was a lot of. There was a lot of like puppet master shit that was going on. Like women, I'ma say this, like just through my experience just coming out of the closet and all of the bad breakups that I had, because all them motherfuckers was bad. Mm-hmm. Women, we have a lot of power over 
over one another and over men. Sometimes I, I guess we must lose our magic when it comes to certain men or certain women or, or whatever, whatever. But when I tell you I done had some puppet masters in my life, that shit's ill. Mm. Mm. Well, like I said, the moral of the story is basically be emotionally mature enough to have a conversation i feel like i mean i I hear what you're saying though but a lot of the stuff though that was happening to me like i allowed it to happen like i knew what it was when i walked into the situation you know what i mean i got you x still hear me okay you knew what it was when you walked into the situation oh my fault in those type of relationships so the adult conversation should have been like really what like if i know what it is if i'm walking into the situation and we breaking up or whatnot would not still be still be grown enough to be like all right this is what it is we both know what it is so we just gonna call it quits we gonna call it done and I'm out. Hope wish you the best. Wish you well. I'm gonna see you on the other side. I can say that I could do that now, but when I was in them teen years and I was just coming out, mm-mm. and a lot of a lot of people can't do that in their adult years. Yeah, like no. Nah. Even if a person was trying to tell me that, oh goddamn, I was listening to that shit. Why you wasn't li- you wasn't listening though? You just didn't want to believe it was over? Just didn't want to believe, I guess. Or, or maybe just holding on. Or, once again, that, that, that toxic shit. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the things that we was working out there in, in, in therapy. And at the end of the day, though, I feel like it all came down to just, for one, being that, that middle child, that attention-seeking child. Two, you know, my mom. Wasn't giving out a lot of hugs back then. And I think I was really just looking for something. To sustain you. Not, I guess like motherly maybe. Mm-hmm. In um, those relationships that I wasn't getting before. Like mm-hmm. I, it was just some shit that I, might, I, that I had to deal with. I've dealt with it though. A little. I, I'm not going to say. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> Finish that's, what, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna Finish your statement. What you mean? What? You, what was I saying? You said you've dealt with a lot, but I've dealt with a lot of emotion from growing up, and just emotions because my mom went through so many things, mm-hmm. and you know, our mothers. Depending on how they, you know what I'm saying, grew up or whatnot, whatnot. But my mom came from that era where she was damn near one foot in a slave ship. You know, she uh, she was dark skin. Her parents was light skin. She had a lot of a lot of different issues. It's funny because me and my sister was just talking about this. So my mom wasn't the hugging type. She wasn't. She wasn't the affectionate, the emotional type. Yeah. So I feel like it when I finally did come to terms with I did like women I was looking at women for all the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. I was trying to get something from them that I didn't get from my mother and Mm -hmm. I feel like that was one of the reasons why I continued 
to be in certain type of relationships. In all sense. of my relationships, that now when I look back on it, they all were the same type of relationship, and I was always giving more than what I was receiving, or I always had to learn a fucking lesson. You know what I'm saying? And be that that stronger person. Like I just always had to go through something. Right. You know what I mean? For me to get to where I'm at right now, and it ended up me having to, you know what I'm saying, go through a lot of therapy. There was a lot of uh, abusive relationships with women. You know what I mean? Like, goddamn, like you would have thought that I would have been with a man. No, shit, with women. I was fighting these women off. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Like, it's, it's deep. So we could play around with it, you know, and ask questions and things like that. Uh, you know, like on Facebook, and we can do our little surveys. But at the end of the day, man, that's just deep. Yeah, it shit is deep as hell. You know what I'm saying? Look, look within you, and make sure that you are right in you before you start going to search for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And we didn't had that conversation before about our relationship mm-hmm. and how we didn't got to this point mm-hmm. to find each other. You got the good. You got the good version, even though. There are certain things that I still have to work on. You know what I mean? Uh, you have you got the the best version of me. A lot of people say that, like I'm still working. You're not ever supposed to stop working on yourself. Like, no matter what, if you're growing, if you're healing, growth and healing is continuous. You're never supposed to become stagnant in it. So. You should still be working. You should still be healing. You should still be learning stuff about yourself and your partner. Like at any point and stage of your relationship. I don't care if you've been together for three months, three years or 30 years. You know what I mean? Like you're you're going to change as a person. Which means the stuff that you learn or know about your partner is going to change as well. And that's just that's just real. And I say this for all the people who did say, you know, go ahead and break up with me over text. You're going to you're going to end up in therapy. You're <laughs> not having you're, you're not having full fledged conversations. So yeah, you might feel like you're that tough person right there. Yeah, that motherfucker, that bitch, she texts me or yeah, that nigga, he texts me and I text that motherfucker back. Oh, that's what it is. Boom. Then that's what it is. But in the back of your mind. It's a struggle. You still gonna wonder? Yeah, like you're still you're still wondering. You're still struggling with the fact, like, well, oh, like, why did he say this? What or, happened? Why did she say this? What did and, I do? Yeah, and that's gonna roll right on over into your next relationship. Exactly. So, so you then, might as well deal with it when they when you in your new relationship and they want to decide to come back and 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 circle back, bend the block, and get back in your inbox, and you you wondering, you looking at the text messages like, oh, motherfucker, it's you. But now you really curious because now you want to have a conversation for closure, uh-huh. and that's where <laughs> that's where the bullshit begins. Yep, and you slip and fall on the coochie. Listen, or that good ass plastic dick. <laughs> Y'all ain't seen my face on that one, but I meant it anyway because that's what be happening. It do. Mm-hmm. It do. It doesn't happen to me. But we gonna uh, go ahead and get up out of here. But if you guys want to be a part of these conversations, join our Brown Liquor uh, Lesbian Conversations group. You can follow us on all social media, TikTok, Instagram. Like I said, our Facebook is Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations. We are Brown Liquor on everything. B-R-O-W-N-L-I-Q-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. And if you have a black business and you want to be a sponsor of Brown Liquor, just hit us up and we will 
get all your info, all your details, and we can make you a commercial. We can send you our commercial pricing. <laughs> and you can sponsor an episode. You can sponsor a season. You can sponsor whatever you want. A half a season. A half a season, like half a season, no burger. No burger, half a seasoning. What? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to go ahead and put her to bed, y'all, because her eyes is red. Maybe she's sleepy. Now she's talking out of her no, neck. Like I got a, I got a headache. I feel it's 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 allergy season, and you did. You made me sick. I did not make yes, you sick. Yes, you did. You were sick last week, and now you're feeling better. I'm sick still. No. Yeah, <coughs> I'm literally sucking on a cough drop while we're recording this, so. Yeah, you are. I don't know what you're talking about. Just bear with me, y'all. Like I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back next week, and we're going to be ugh, good to go. Oh. You know what that is? Oh, oh, I know. Let me stop. That's not porno shit. And if you have any questions that you want to ask us, whether they be relationship Trump. questions, podcasting questions, whatever kind of questions you have, business questions, whatever. I'm going to grab your throat. Hit us up at brownlicker at gmail.com. I'm gonna give right, her some sleepy out. time tea <laughs> and put a cough drop or something in it so she can go to bed because sis is losing her mind right now. Grab me by the throat. It's hangout night. That's that's what you we need. You need some shots. Or Shit, something. I, we ain't even got no shots. Don't play with me. <laughs> oh, that's probably what it is. Exactly. That's God what it is. Damn. <laughs> Cut it. Cut it off. Anyways, babe. all right, y'all. We out. <laughs>